You're listening to the Good News Project podcast with Matt Jackson. You can send Matt feedback, topic suggestions, and prayer requests at goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com. Here's your host, Matt Jackson. Welcome to the Good News Project Podcast. My name is still Matt Jackson. Appreciate your patience as the podcast was on hiatus, a little summer break for a month or so. You know, I was I was very happy with the fact that I delivered 25 consecutive weeks of podcasts for everyone. But, you know, I kind of want to do this podcast to where it doesn't become a chore, where I enjoy it. And I don't ever want to get into feeling like I, I, I have to put one out there, you know, just to keep some type of a streak alive. When I have something to say, when I have something I want to talk about, you know, I'm going to record a podcast. I appreciate you uh, listening each week. But, you know, it's a little summer vacation. That's all there is to it. A little summer vacation. And I'm certainly not going to, uh, not going to apologize for that. We are four weeks away from the beginning of school in my household. Technically, I report to school in about two weeks. I will drop my kids off at my in-laws in Louisiana at the end of the week for a couple of weeks so that my wife and I can have some R&R before the school year grind begins. I'm actually going up to New York City to be in a wedding for my little brother, Chris. So looking forward to... Spending some time up there before we get into the grind of the school year. This was my first summer with both of my kids at home. And at times that was very challenging. There's probably a time when I will long for the days of my four-year-old saying, Dad, will you play with me? And as a teacher, I know the importance of keeping my students engaged But that is done in 10 to 15 minute chunks, and I only have to do that a couple of times a day. For the most part, this summer, it is a full-time 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. marathon to be super dad while my wife is at work. Now, here are a few things that I have discovered that I think are universal kid-proof solutions to any daddy doldrums. Number one, trophies. Kids love trophies. And I can't thank the Fort Bend County Library enough for their reinstatement of the summer reading contest for kids. The library being closed the entirety of last summer was a killer for our household. Uh, My kids and I have been to the library umpteen times so that my four-year-old can earn his 20-book trophy. My eight-year-old, I think, he has entered a double-digit number of online contests and cereal box contests this summer. If there is a contest out there, he will sniff it out and it becomes a quest for him. Number two, Legos. Fun fact for you. Every year, the United Nations Sustainable Development Solutions Network publishes its World Happiness Report. Now, this is a study that examines the connections between happiness and development, all while encouraging policymakers to place more of an emphasis on the former. Around 1,000 people in each UN member state rate their quality of life on a scale from 0 to 10. And researchers call the data from six different areas. GDP per capita, life expectancy, social support, 
trust in corruption, perceived freedom to make life decisions, and generosity. The United States ranked 19th this year on this World Happiness Report, which is down about four slots. But you know what country checks in all the way up at number two and has been either number one or number two on this report every year of its existence? Denmark. And I'd like to think that Denmark is way up at the top because they had the foresight to invent and were the first to play with Legos, inarguably the greatest universally loved toy of all time. Both of my sons love Legos and I love them too. And this summer we took all of the Legos in our household and we classified them by color and then we put them in bags and the kids are just killing it with their imagination and creativity. We have done a ton of building together and we religiously watch the show Lego Masters on TV. Legos have also helped spark an interest in entrepreneurship in my oldest son, Luke. He's been helping me with my estate sale obsession and online resales in return for the promise of buying Legos with some of the profits. Subconsciously, it has gotten him interested in business and economics and he doesn't even know it yet. Thank you, Legos. My kids have been having their own lego masters competitions and we're trying to convince my wife that we need a special table to display and construct our lego city and the number three thing that will help break you out of any daddy doldrums well it's snow cones and ice cream the answer to the question do you guys want to go get a snow cone is always yes this is not a theory it's science try it on your kids I guarantee it works. Now, I know it may seem like I'm silver spooning my kids a little bit, but I sense greatly that my kids feed directly off my emotions and actions. And if my face is in my phone around my kids, they notice it. If I look like I am bored or disinterested in what they're doing, that can come off as if I am bored or disinterested in them. And that's certainly something I would never want them to think. It's about shared positive experiences. Listen to the words of Jesus in the Gospel of John. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than these, so that you will be amazed. For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son gives life to whom he is pleased to give it. Moreover, the Father judges no one, but has entrusted all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. I still feel like I'm new to this dad game, even though I've been dadding for almost nine years, and I know I have some huge blind spots. I know that I could be much more intentional with both of my sons in talking about spiritual matters and reading the Bible even at their younger ages. I bring this up because earlier this summer, my oldest son, Luke, decided that he wanted to go to camp for a few days. My wife had told him about this camp that some friends had gone to where you go to sleep inside animals. Each cabin is a giant animal of some type. I think it was called Carolina Creek out near Huntsville. I thought it was really cool that Luke wanted to go to camp. He was excited about doing the ropes courses and zip lining, and I was pretty excited that he didn't even care that He didn't know anyone that was going to be there. I love his bravery and courage to that effect. But I was struck by a conversation that Luke had with his grandfather that I observed. 
Luke was explaining the camp that he was going to, to my dad, and he sort of sheepishly said to his granddad about the camp, well, it's kind of a church camp, but there's going to be fun stuff too. And I can't lie, that felt a little bit like a gut punch a little bit. My son spoke about the idea of church and spirituality like he was a little bit embarrassed about it, and I can't help but feel that that's my fault at least somewhat. 3 John 1.4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear my children are walking in the truth. Well, guess what? I think the opposite of that is also true. I think it hurts to think that your kids aren't connecting with God on a personal level or maybe on the level that you wish they had with God. You know, we pray every night and we go to church every Sunday and we involve our sons in serving, but I've got to do a better job of sharing the good news with my sons in a way that opens up their eyes and hearts to the indescribable length of his love. In the book of Ephesians, it says, And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Intentional time with my kids focused on God is my blind spot, and maybe it's yours as well, and perhaps we can encourage one another to do a better job in this area. We are only given a finite amount of time to help mold and shape our children. Ultimately, they have to make their own decisions about how they want to live and what they want their lives to look like. But I don't think there is any doubt that a child is a reflection of the involvement of their parents. What's that going to look like for you? What are your kids going to remember most about the time they spend with you? Were you truly present in these extended blessings of free time called summer vacation? For something to read this week, I am going to strongly endorse and recommend the book Reborn in the USA by Roger Bennett. This is easily one of the five best books I have read in my lifetime. And if you are of my generation growing up in the 1980s, I can't imagine you not liking this book. It is the true story of one of my favorite podcasters, Roger Bennett of Men in Blazers fame. Roger was raised in Liverpool, England, but even at an early age, he was obsessed with all things America. He talks about how America was seen as the ideal in his formative years and how kids in England could not get enough of American pop culture. Roger becomes obsessed with American music, with Molly Ringwald and the 1985 Chicago Bears. He was so obsessed with the Bears that he would call collect to random phone numbers in Chicago to find out what was going on in Bears games that could not be viewed in England. It's an incredibly fast read filled with emotions that I think we all experienced as preteens and teenagers, which ultimately culminated in Roger emigrating to America where he ultimately became a United States citizen in 2017. I think it's an important read for us all in a time when we all seem to look at the bad things in our country that divide us and lose sight of the fact that the vast majority of the world still views America through the prism of the greatest country in the world. For something to watch this week, I finally got around to starting the Apple TV show Ted Lasso, which is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum from the book. In Ted Lasso, we have an American football coach that moves to England to become a head soccer coach in the English Premier League. The plot, at least through the first couple of episodes, is 
uh, somewhat similar to the movie Major League, where you have the the uh, divorcee of a soccer franchise, the wife inheriting this franchise and wanting to run it into the ground, in this case to embarrass the still-living owner who um, who cheated on the wife who is now the owner of this uh, soccer club. You don't have to like soccer to like this television show. Jason Sudeikis from SNL fame is the the lead actor. He's really good. He's extremely likable. Um, I, I just think that this this particular television show, it has a lot of humor, but it's just, um, it, it's a, has a lot of positive messaging in it. Um, uh, just about doing the right thing about spreading as much honey as possible. Um, about even in the most horrible situations where you're being criticized by other people, how you can turn the other cheek and always look, uh, live selflessly and look out for the best interests of others. So definitely highly recommend the television show Ted Lasso. Season two of Ted Lasso actually just kicked off on Apple TV. Uh, I myself still in season one. By the way, free plug here. Um, if you happen to own a PlayStation 5, they're having a deal right now where you can get a free six-month subscription to Apple TV through your PlayStation 5. So if you don't have Apple TV, but you have a PlayStation 5, you can subscribe to Apple TV for free for a six-month period. Hey, I appreciate you all listening. Glad to be back with you this week. Uh, can't promise you that the podcasts are going to be a weekly occurrence, but I'm certainly going to do my best to at least check in and give you a couple of positive nuggets or two, uh, maybe every two weeks or so. Appreciate you listening. As a reminder, if you have anything you'd like me to talk about that I could be praying about or you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, you can email me good news project podcast feedback at gmail.com or hit me up on twitter at mj for sports appreciate you tuning in this week and until next time matt jackson saying so long and thank you for listening to the good news project podcast been listening to the good news project podcast with matt jackson to reach out to matt with feedback topic suggestions and prayer requests email good news project feedback at gmail.com